Welcome to the Fuel Soul Podcast, and this is our Mindset Moment. So my dad recently decided to put our childhood home on the market. And let me preface this story by saying that, you know, my dad is old school immigrant. He's not one to kind of be in his feelings. He's not one to really kind of, we were never raised, you know, we're not the family that kind of shows a lot of affection, hugs, kisses all around. That's not how we were brought up. That's not how we're wired. Um, but, you know, with the sell of a childhood house, you know, place you've lived for, you know, 35 plus years, it definitely conjures up some emotion, right? I mean, you kind of think about all the memories in the house, the good times, the celebrations, the quirkiness, the funny stories, um, all that. And so for me, it's, just, it's no different, you know. And one of the, the the memories I have, it's also, you know, it's it's not just the happy moments, but it's kind of the, some of the, the more, I guess, sad or, or more introspective moments. Um, and it came when I was in the fifth grade. I remember that, you know, this is... And remember, this is a time before there were cell phones and, you know, people could contact each other um, at the ready. So it was a weekend and my family was spending the day out running errands or just being away from the house. And um, we didn't get back to the, we left early in the morning. We didn't get back to the house about late afternoon, early evening. And I remember my dad driving us in the car with the family and my mom in the front seat, the passenger side. Me and my um, older brother were, were in the back seat. And... You know, we make this turn onto our street, and there's a whole lot of commotion on our block. You know, we see fire trucks, people standing outside uh, the front of our house. Um, our windows are broken, and, and there's smoke emanating from our, our house. And, you know, um, you know, it's apparent there was, there was a, a fire in the house. It was an electrical fire. And we get into the house, and, you know, you're immediately consumed by the scene. You know, everything that you recognize is now unrecognizable. Everything is black from the soot. Um, you know, we had carpeting, the sopping wet. Every time you took a step, it was like stepping into like a puddle um, just from the fire hoses and the pure amount of water that that was, you know, kind of, you know, gushed into our, into our, our home. And, um, you know, the biggest thing was that, that we had a dog and we found her in, in the, ba- the first floor bathroom. And I guess that was the room that was, you know, the most... Um, I guess coolest, maybe the most away from the heat and, and, you know, probably the safest for her at that moment, but she didn't make it, you know, she died of smoke inhalation. And for me, you know, this is me at 10, 11 years old. I was never a child that kind of was exposed to death that much. You know, I was lucky in that regard that, you know, I didn't experience death from any kind of family members at that time of my life. So this was my first kind of, you know, experience with death. And, you know, I took it kind of hard. It, it was, you know, a companion, Holly was a companion, you know, a member of the family. And um, I remember just being really, really, you know, upset, distraught, just, you know, teary. And I remember, you know, my dad pulling me outside and just kind of, you know, talking to me. And he was like, you know, um, and, you know, this is like the moment, right? This is where, you know, we're going to have kind of a, a dad to son talk. And he's like, you know, James, like, you know, this is, is what life's about. You know, things die. And you have to move on. Now, definitely not what I envisioned as the talk that I was going to have my dad with the the moment we're going to kind of connect and, you know, he's going to give me some, you know, meaningful advice. It kind of fell a bit flat in that apartment. Um, But, you know, in retrospect, having some time to think about it, you know, like... I needed something at at that age, right? And, And I needed some kind of comfort and I needed something. And my dad, you know, to his credit... Um, it felt a little bit flat, but he recognized that, and he 
came and talked to me in the best way he could have done. So, I mean, it was the best job that he could do, and he reached out the best way he could because he saw that another person, his son, needed something. So he tried the best he could. And, you know, in, in some ways, that's all you can really ask for. And I think even at that young age, even though I kind of at the moment thought, well, that's some kind of pep talk. Um, I think I also inherently recognize that as well, that, you know, that he was trying to reach out to me. And I appreciated it inherently. And I think the lesson there is that, you know, oftentimes we get caught up in a situation that we feel um, it's an awkward situation or we feel we don't have the right words to kind of convey the right message to the person. And I would say, you know, it's not about having that pitch perfect message or the thing that's going to ease the person's pain or burden because that's never going to happen, right? I mean, grief is something that, Or, you know, disappointment is something that's going to linger no matter what you say. But the best thing you can do is put yourself out there to kind of let the person know that you know that they're hurting, you know that they're disappointed, or whatever it is, whether it's it's a death, loss of a job, um, you know, maybe someone's gone bankrupt, whatever it may be. It's not about finding the right words. It's about letting somebody know that you're there. And I think that that effort goes a long way. And I think that sometimes we kind of get caught up in, I don't know what I'm going to say, so I better not say anything for fear of offending someone or for fear of putting my foot in my mouth. Um, I think that's a lost opportunity, you know, because connection's about putting yourself out there and trying to connect to somebody and letting them know, listen, I may not have the right words, but I know you're going through something and I'm here for you and I'm trying the best way that I can. And I think that in the end, that's all we can really ask for. And that's all that really matters. And that's our mindset moment.